Welcome to the Mission Fitness Podcast, where I help you complete your mission to finally getting fit after weeks, months, and years of struggling. I'm your host, Gabe Rocha. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Mission Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I help you guys basically reach a level of fitness and health that you guys never thought you guys would be able to achieve with your busy routine. And in today's episode, we have a special fucking guest. His name is Lior. I'm going to let him introduce himself. So welcome, Lior. What's going on? How's your day going, brother? Let's go. Great, great. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Of course. I got you. I got you. And um, can you tell a little bit, uh, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? What do you do? What's like, like, what do you do on, on a regular basis? Um, you know, you, everyone knows in the live stream who's watching live right now, who's going to be listening to the podcast that this is a podcast for busy individuals. So what's going on? What do you usually do for uh, your daily routine? Okay, so I've, uh, as you know, I'm a restaurant owner. I actually have two restaurants uh, of the same brand that I started a few, almost a decade ago, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm a 43, I'm going to be 44 in May. Um, I have a daughter that's going to be 18 next year. There you go. And, and then I, I remember how old I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, I have, I, I would say, you know, a semi-busy schedule. I, you know, I work remotely, so I tend to uh, be in my car a lot because I'm driving back and forth from locations. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I, sometimes I'm active and sometimes I, it's hard for me to be active with work because, you know, driving, being stuck in traffic and things like that. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, do you like, like how, how busy would you say on a scale of one to 10 that your day is like you would say from Monday through Friday? Yeah. I mean, Monday, usually we're, we're closed. So like in our, because it's a restaurant, we get the busiest on the weekends. Right. So that's when uh, potentially anything could go wrong, especially, you know, being in uh, one of our restaurants, being in like a very bar oriented area. Um, and we were open until 4 a.m. In, in that area. So, you know, things happen during that time. So I have to be on call. Sometimes I can get a phone call at uh, 3 or 4 a.m. that, you know, somebody's trying to rob the place. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, things happen, right? So uh, it's not necessarily that I'm on all the time, but I have to be available 24-7 or as long as, as the restaurant is operating. So that could be at night, that could be in the day, that could be before we open if we're short on things, you know, the, anything could happen. Like today we have plumbing issues. So, so you're, know, you're I, just I, overall as hectic as anyone in like, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, literally yeah. like your life yeah. is literally like, if I get a phone call, I got to be here. I got to be there. It, right. It, yeah. It's constantly putting out fires. <laughs> gotcha. Both there you go. Yeah. Gotcha. So as a business owner, that's uh, like a lot of you guys listening. That's no, that's nothing new for you guys. And also for those of you guys who are just students or just overall busy parents as well, putting out fires is something you guys are going to be doing on a daily fucking basis. Right. So I want to get straight into the podcast episode. So number one question I have for you, Lior, is how did you manage to find out about mission training? Like what, what, you know, what, what made you basically reach out for help with, uh, with our program and, and what made you say, okay, listen, I'm going to start my fitness journey now and not wait another day. Yeah. I mean, that's a good question because I, I did work with you in the past, uh, and I love your program. And I love the way, you know, the, you guys are very organized and how it operated. Um, I was working at the time with a close, close friend of mine who was also my trainer, but we were training for something totally different, which was strength training. And it wasn't necessarily losing fat and all of that. But I did know that in my heart, I wanted to lose fat and to lose weight. Um, and since that wasn't kind of where at least the lifestyle and the way, you know, I guess my macro and the overworking really got to me at some point. And I kept looking back on the mission, training cat, your account, seeing all these results, seeing how people went from looking one way to looking fabulous. So, you know, and I, and I said, you know, let me, you know, Gabe really does know what he's talking about. Let me, let me reach out to him um, and see what he can do for me now. And uh, that's, that's how I got back to you. So. And here we are, right? But yeah, overall, uh, can you go a little bit more in depth about when you said the lifestyle back then? So do you feel like back then you were restricting yourself a lot uh, with your past lifestyle and that's why you feel like you couldn't seem to keep up with it in terms of yeah. you know, sustainability? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I found myself at some point, you know, I was doing macros of like, uh, you know, 
hundred, like they're very low Mac. Let's just put it this way. Very low macros for me. And what I found myself is always hungry. I was working out. I was weightlifting six days a week at least, right? Okay. Uh, sometimes I wanted to hit those, some muscles three or tw- two or three times a week. Um, and I would go twice a day at some point, like do extra biceps or do some other accessories. You know, I always thought more is more. Gotcha. And then when I would try to hit my macros, I found myself to be super hungry. I was never satisfied, like eternally, like eternally hungry, like just like constantly trying to like, so I would gravitate for, for things that are crunchy and fatty and salty and sweet um, and see no results. Like I, I would just either see no results, I would just stay heavy, you know? So I wasn't losing, I wasn't gaining, I was up and down the same two, three, four, five pounds, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're basically in like a, in like a hamster wheel of results. Like you will lose five, totally. you'll gain, you'll gain five. You'll feel like you didn't have enough, could have enough carbs. You, you, you felt like, you felt like, um, reaching your fitness goals was more of a burden than it was anything. Right. Totally. And it, it became like a snowball effect because that affects, you know, your motivation. So yeah. suddenly now I'm saying, what, what am I doing all this for? I'm not seeing any results anyways. Like, the other guy over there is not even trying and, you know, he looks the same. So, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know what I'm doing all this for. So it became very frustrating. Then I yes. started thinking of all kinds of other theories like, wait, you know, obviously my body's changing. I'm getting older. Uh, maybe I'm just not able to do or capable of doing or being what I used to be. And I need to come to terms with that. Um, so there was like, there was a lot, a lot of things is going through my head at the time and none of them were, were making me happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get you. And, and I can, I can, I know from experience how frustrating it is for you to be working out six, seven days a week and not seeing any results. So this uh, is going to bring us to the next question that I have for you here. So how were, like, the people want to know, right? How were you able to lose 15 pounds and basically age backwards, right? Um, basically age backwards, look the best that you've ever looked for a very, very long time. Like with your super fucking busy schedule, like I, we know with your, as, as owning, as a bit, um, a restaurant owner for, for two different restaurants, uh, working, you know, seven days a freaking week. Um, even when you get your clothes, you're still working. You know what I mean? How are you able to achieve this, these results as being like an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur like you are? I think the most important thing is to actually just schedule time for yourself and make that time important for you, just like any other meeting or any other uh, commitment that you make. Um, you know, if, if I can meet, you know, a supplier for an hour and a half and then shoot the shit for another half hour and then I'm out there for two hours, why can't I schedule a window, uh, uh, let's say uh, between four and five, to be at the gym and put my phone on do not disturb? Um, and you know what, we're not dodging bullets at the end of the day, an hour could wait, you know, an hour could wait for anybody. I could always say my phone died or something, you know, uh, but at the, at the end of the day, what's, very what's more important, what's more important, you know, like, yeah. and if that's not feasible, then do it before you start your day. So yeah. it, it, I, for me, for example, it, it, it's hard for me because when I wake up in the morning, I'm not a morning person. So it's. I need to have my coffee. I need to have some sort of protein in my body. I need to wait an hour for things to digest. So by the time I get out and do stuff, like, you know, I need to get things done. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I generally feel like I have more, more energy later in the day. Gotcha. Uh, and that's, that's, you, that's you knowing your body because this is what a lot of people struggle with, right? They, they, like, they don't know. They want to go with what TikTok is saying. They want to go with what Instagram is saying. They want to go with what their aunt is saying, what their brother or their gym partner is saying, but they don't listen to their body. So what made you make that shift of realizing like, oh shit, like there's so much information on the internet. Like what made you see like, okay, I'm going to do what's best for me because I, I, I remember you mentioned earlier in this podcast that you said like, since you were making no results, you literally were trying to find other things like, yeah. like other solutions. Okay, so let me tell you, you know, I am 43, right? So like I've been around for a while and I've have tried so many different things throughout my life, okay? I've tried everything from the low-fat diet. I did, uh, you know, obviously the, the low-carb, the keto, which really screwed me up, okay? Because I'm, I'm a volume eater, right? Yes. So keto uh, and, and the amounts of fat that you are 
supposed to consume, are you, you're able, you're allowed to consume whatever. For me, I can double that, you know, in, in yeah. like, when I eat. And suddenly, like, there's no way that you can eat keto and lose weight with that amount of fat and food. And, and at the end of the day, I don't think it's a healthy lifestyle. That's a whole nother story, right? Yes. Then there is the intermittent fasting and trying to do that and see how that works. And then my side effect was, okay, I was intermittent fasting. But then when I ended the fast, you, what do I want? I want like a Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Like I want something crazy, you know? Of course. So, um, and I became ravagely hungry. So, and then during the day I would get kind of like lightheaded, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so I had all kind. I tried a little bit of everything, right? Um, and I started realizing that, you know what, maybe, maybe my, my, my outlook, maybe the way I'm seeing things, maybe the way I was taught throughout, you know, the generation that I'm from, it's okay for, for guys like me at 43, 44 to say, you know what, maybe we don't know everything. Maybe we weren't taught everything right. And even with a coach that's half my age, you know, I could come up and say, you know what, I can learn something from this guy. He, he knows something. He knows this stuff. You know, he he he's seen what works. This, you know, there's new information out there all the time, and it's time for me to start being more open to that information, um, and, and accepting the fact that you know more is not more, and eating less is, does not mean you're gonna lose weight all the time, and that's not how life works. Gotcha. And listen, like I appreciate you being vulnerable because there's a lot of you know forty plus year old men and women out there that they're not, they're not number one, accountable enough, and number two, humble enough, and also number three, they're not going to be uh, fair enough to themselves to realize like, hey, listen, um, I don't have to be like my aunt. I don't have to be like my, my, my mom. I don't have to be like my grandma. Like when, you know, when they reach a certain age, they give up, they sit on the rocking chair and they just, you know, woe is me, boo-hoo, life sucks. I'm waiting for my fucking day to come so I can die, right? That's how our generation, that's how me personally, I know that's how my um, my grandparents and, and great grandparents were. You know what I mean? Right. And w- like you know, it's it's great to see you do this because like this is literally the title of the podcast. You're aging backwards, right? And I know it's funny, right? People say, "Oh, it's funny," but at the same time, you really are. And one of the things that stood out to me when I was coaching you was you were very fucking hard on yourself, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You're someone who was like, who was like very fucking hard on themselves. And what was the shift that me and you made together that basically helped you break the, the break that, that, that basically that, that line from being too hard on myself. And then obviously if nothing goes right, um, you know, I just quit. I, I think, I think it's a constant struggle to be honest with you. I don't think I'm cured of it. Uh, but, um. I think the the outlook that you gave me with, you know what, it, you should be your own best friend because really, if you're not there for yourself, who's who's going to prep cook for you? Who's going to go to the gym and work out for you? I think at the end of the day, if we, um, if we don't stop for a second and realize that we need to take care of ourselves and be our own best friend and it's okay to be hard on yourself, but at the same time, congratulate yourself when you achieved something. Even this morning, I actually did that. And I looked like, you know, as I'm like looking in the mirror, suddenly I'm seeing different like muscles come through that I haven't seen, I guess, since I was like early 30s when I really tried and starved and shit. But, uh, I, you know, I just looking at myself and saying, you know what, I've done it. Like I'm doing it. Like this is amazing. Um, I think when you started telling me, be your friend, like love yourself, self-love, um, take care of yourself. Because tomorrow you're going to thank yourself for doing this and getting that mindset in of let me work out today and do whatever the maximum I can today so that tomorrow will be easier. Um, That changed the way I looked at things. And I sometimes like even today, like the way I do things, like I want to get extra steps in just in case tomorrow something goes wrong and I can only get 6,000 steps instead of my 8,000 steps. So I'm just going to get my 10,000 steps in today and I'll be okay for the week because mm-hmm. I want to take care of my future self. There you fucking go. And that's, that's a great, that's a great example of fucking being prepared so you don't fucking get overwhelmed. Right. And a lot of people, they get overwhelmed because number one, they start off the week with no meal preps. 
They start off the week with no game yep. plan. They they fall off Monday, Tuesday. They try to get back Wednesday, Thursday rolls around. There's partying, and then Friday, Saturday, it's go to the aunt's house, and you're already right. back to square one on Monday, debating on whether you're good enough for this or not. So you start, you know, basically the self sabotage, and that's how everyone life goes, you know. And the reason why I think that no, I don't think the reason why I know that you came a long way was because you were willing to, you know, not suffer because I don't think that working yourself is suffering, but break that barrier, break that mindset of like, oh shit, like working on myself is not as hard as I thought it was because now that I work on myself, I feel better. I get shit done. I have more energy and it's actually easier now for me to take care of myself than it is for me to basically treat myself like shit. Can you agree? Absolutely. And I think most people, what they think is, it's it, so it, it, it look, it's going to be work, right? Because any, anytime you change behaviors, anytime you change like, uh, you know, your, your regular routine, it's going to be difficult, right? So you, you got to prepare your mind frame for things like that, you know, but it, 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 you're obviously not going to change overnight. Um, and I had several talks with you over time, right? And, and it took me a while to kind of change like little bit, little steps. Just like you said, not to get overwhelmed with a lot of changes at once. It was just little baby steps of changes. And then you realize, yeah, it's not as hard. And once you're there, uh, you know, you love it because you don't yes. want to do what you used to do. Right. Yes. yes. So, so, so you just work, you work to, you basically work to keep yourself happy now because you're actually in a better place. It, it's a, it, you know what? It, it, it's a work. People have to understand it's a choice, right? Yeah. To be happy or not to be happy to go to the gym or not to go to the gym. That's a choice. And when they realize that we make that choice, you know, you could choose to be sad all day. It's a choice, right? Yes. Um, at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I, I, I have, I figure out, look, I'm prioritizing, right? So if I, if I want to go to the gym, uh, but I don't have food to eat after the gym, odds are what's going to happen with me personally is I'm going to go to the gym and then I'll be hungry and I'll gravitate towards something that's easy, right? Yes. But if, if I said to myself, I'm going to prioritize prep cooking today, okay, because I want to make sure that I have something to eat after the gym, that's the part of self-care and that, you know, that change that you have to make in your lifestyle. Yeah. Because a lot of times I think people get laziest in the kitchen, not in the gym. Yes, I agree. And a lot of people say, oh, I'm wasting my time though. I don't have time to meal prep. But listen, it actually buys you back so much time if you know uh -huh. what you're to eat right right it's like literally like you're not wasting any time everyone has this thing of i'm wasting time like when you're working yourself that's the best roi you can have in your life uh wasting yeah. your time is literally fucking bitching about bit, calling someone and bitching about your life for 15 minutes about shit that's not going to matter in five years that's wasting your fucking time right i mean how, how long do they think it's going to take them to go to a restaurant <laughs> park get in put their order in wait for the waiter to bring the food eat and then leave a tip after all that and, and then <laughs> drive back home, right? And then unbutton their pants because they didn't make the right decision and now they feel guilty. So they're back right. for one, right? So, I mean, like, I think it hits you everywhere. I don't think yeah. you're saving time. I don't, I, you're definitely not saving money. Yes. And, and at the end of the day, you're not saving your health and your, your physical appearance, right? Because yeah. if you're happy with it, unless you're, un if you're unhappy with it, you're not going to be happier by going to the restaurant. I agree 100%. And, and I always tell everyone this, I'm like, hey, listen, it's cheaper to work on yourself than it is to not work on yourself. And I've been, a, I'm, I'm a living freaking example of this because I used to eat Chipotle twice a day, yeah. right? And, and most of my friends think Chipotle is like the healthiest thing, right? Not. <laughs> but they don't realize that, you know, people don't measure by teaspoon how much fat they're pouring on that vegetables that you're putting in, but it's vegetables, right? So it's good, yeah. but no, <laughs> you know, like, I come from like a background and I know most people do, like even my parents, they, you know, they're European. I was born in Israel. They, when they cook, they will like pour oil into the pan, you yes. know, like it's like they can't make like a potato without like a quarter inch of oil. Right. Yes. And I, I had to learn the hard way how to undo that stuff and still make it taste good. You know, me because of the culinary background. So I, yeah. I could literally use a teaspoon of oil for the entire potato. And it'll taste the same as the people who poured like a quarter of a pan of oil. Exactly. I agree. And like going back to the fast food stuff, like um, I know 
I always talk about this Chipotle and Chick-fil-A, right? But at the same time, these are probably like the, one of the best options if you're going to eat out. But there's nothing better than you knowing exactly what's on your plate. You know what I mean? There's nothing better. And um, one of the things that that we've learned together that I, we know we, we taught you at Mission Training was to really like look into your macros, right? To look into your macronutrients, look into your nutrition. And now, like, you know, we have our own private, uh, we have our own client Facebook group and you're always posting your recipes in there and everyone fucking loves it. You're like the group MVP, right? Because you post delicious recipes. But what, like, how did this change your life? Like you realizing that you can still eat pasta, still eat stuff that you like, still eat tacos, still eat the, the real, like the good, sh the good shit that we like to eat on a daily basis and still be able to lose 15 pounds and finally see your abs after years. I mean, how do I feel? I, I feel like a total freedom, right? Yes. Uh, that's like the best word I could use. I feel like um, if you know what you're doing or at least try to educate yourself, you know, by reading labels. Uh, I tell people, you know, a lot of people ask me about this whole macro thing, right? They're like, aren't you like sick and tired of writing everything and diarying everything you eat? Like how annoying is that? I'm like, well, first of all, I didn't realize how once you start using it, how easy it is and like, it has that memory where you just remember the products, you eat a lot and you can just quickly enter everything in. But forget all of that. I tell people one thing. Okay, if you operate a business or forget a business, even if you have a household budget, right? And if you're going to go grocery shopping for $300, but your budget is $200, what do you think is going to happen? And you have to apply the same budget to your diet, to your macros. Exactly. It's the same thing. People treat money as it's more important than their body, than their health. But they'll make a budget for their money, but they don't keep a budget for what they're putting in their body. Yeah, exactly. And they, they, you guys have to realize like what Lior is saying here is true. It's freedom. You guys are, are, you guys are literally being slaves to your diet while we're actually being free from the diet and actually eating what we want as long as it fits our, our calorie intake. Like Lior can literally wake up, save all his calories and go stuff his face and have a fucking burger with, if it fits his calories. Right. There's nothing right. Thing, like I told you, I'm a volume eater, right? So for me, it was really hard. And I, I'm sure there's other people like me because I, a little bit doesn't go a long way for me. You know, I need to eat a lot. I need to feel like I, I ate a feast, right? Because yeah. in order for me to be satisfied. So what I do is I try to go out there and find products that I can make, reading the nutrition labels, obviously entering everything in my fitness pal, but that could give me the volume, right? And if I can't get the volume, I focus on the, the even more important reason, the volume actually, which is priority of high protein, which fills you up, and high fiber. So if I'm having a carb, I want to make sure it's high in fiber too. Not all of them, not throughout the day, but the ones you're going to count on to get you fuller. Yes, correct. So like if I have, like, I, I think I showed the group, I, I use this tortilla and it's like 11 grams of fiber. That's like a third of your day basically, right? Yeah. But that's one tortilla. And you know what? I don't taste the difference. It tastes the same. And then I'll put like a lead steak in there and some low fat cheese. And suddenly, you know, you eat that, you're satisfied, but you're also full. Exactly. And you hit your pro single. And I hit my pro single. <laughs> so like, yeah. and I think those are, those are main things that also I was, I learned over the years, but you know, especially with you that, uh, you know, protein is literally like, I feel like it's, it, it, it's like a, a fountain of youth. <laughs> yes, I, I, I agree. And like, just from speaking to you, you know, you can see how much knowledge you've gained throughout the, the, the months that we've been working together, which is freaking awesome. Because it usually takes people years and years and years to, to do this. And, you know, we spoke a little bit about your, your, fit, your, your, your mental shift, right? The mental shift that you have of you being your own best friend. But let, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's give, your, give yourself your flowers, right? Let's give you some flowers right now because I feel like everyone, like as people, we don't really, um, we don't really acknowledge other people's success, especially when it comes to fitness. I know a lot of people who, you know, they're very happy that they lost weight and they go tell someone and then they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. And like, you're like, oh shit, like you don't really care. You know, which people shouldn't care about. You should do it for yourself. But if you're going to tell someone like that you care about it, that's dear to you, that you, you, you hit an accomplishment, you want them to be happy, right? That's it. That's just how we are. So right. I want you to let us know what were some of the physical changes that you see in yourself now 
that you are very proud of, bro, because I want I want people to realize that they don't have to hide, you know, behind the, the, the mirror anymore. They don't have to hide behind the camera. They don't have to put a pillow in front of their midsection when they're taking a family photo. Like, what were some changes physically that you made that you are super fucking proud of? Oh, well, definitely. I, I was definitely not very happy with pictures. I, I can't say I still am <laughs> as I look, but that, that's also due to age. But that's my own insecurities. At the end of the day, you know, like I look, I, my face changed. I have to say my face changed. Suddenly like my, uh, you know, I have a little bit more definition to my face. Um, and uh, In terms you know, of I, like your jawline? My jawline, yes. Even like my cheeks, because I tend to have very chubby cheeks when I get like, when I put weight on. So my cheeks kind of reduced a little bit. And I think that's giving off the impression to people of, oh, what changed? Something changed about you, you know? Yep. <laughs> uh, and like I told you, I think it's the synergy of also working out and the glow and the pheromones and the ephedrines and whatever, whatever you call it, like, you know, like that, everything that comes from, from working out um, and the synergy of that with a healthy diet of having like high vegetables, high fiber, healthy, lean proteins, getting all your vitamins and minerals in, I think together winds up giving you this like younger glow. Yes. Uh, and I, you know, I can't, you know, I, at one time I heard even my parents would be like, oh, you look very tired. You know, I'm like, thanks. What a great compliment. Thanks, dad. You know? <laughs> um, but, but like now it's like suddenly I, you know, I, I shared some private messages I sent you uh, yes. over the weekend. And, and we and fucking suddenly- celebrated because I know you didn't, I know these are private messages that you sent me, but dude, like the, what people are saying about you now is, is like, for me, it's like a big win as your coach. And I know you, you even told me like, coach i don't want to be douchey i'm sending these to you but listen you're not being douchey all right like like loving yourself like being happy that people are complimenting you that's one of the best things because bro you're putting in the work you know what i mean and and you should give yourself enough credit to realize like that you are changing you know and i want you to talk a little bit more about you know your transformation so other than your face what else changed in your body that you feel like well obviously my god i think because i I tend to not post too many uh body photos i don't know like just Again, the douchiness, uh, but my body personally, like aside from the clothes, uh, everything that used to like um, be, be more, I'm not going to say tighter, that used to squeeze in my, uh, my, my love handles. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I, I, you know, suddenly now I have a V-shape. Suddenly now like my back is popping out. Uh, I have abs showing again. Uh, you know, my upper, my, my neck, and uh, my upper chest is, is much more defined, my arms, uh, shoulders, you know, and it's like, I, I see it. I do see it. Sometimes I have to look in the mirror and be like, who the fuck is that? Oh, shit. There you go. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for you to talk I, like, your shit. <laughs> literally, like yesterday, I was walking through the gym and I, I told you I had a little bit of a rough weekend, but I walked into the gym and like I did leg day and then suddenly like, you know, when I started with you, I barely had like any definitions to my quads or anything like that, right? Yeah. Suddenly I see the quads filling out, you know, I see like in the shorts, I see the definition between the quad muscle, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a huge deal for me because I was holding fat a lot of my leg, my love handles, my, uh, I- I'm kind of more of a pear shape, you know, when I gain weight. Uh, so it was very hard for me to see definition in those areas. Suddenly, like, oh wait, my butt is perky, and this is happening. That's happening. Like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I love that, man. And like, like, I, like I, like I tell everybody, right? That it's you're just one decision away from actually becoming the person that you want to become. And it's not as hard as you think. It's just only it's only hard because it's it's a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning. Can we agree? Like it it is. Yeah. Well, hold on. You know what? Remember, I went to you. I was doing six days a week. You took me down to four. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Right? Talk about that. Right? A lot so of people, a lot of busy professionals like yourself, they think that they need to be at the gym for a very long time. Yeah. Very, very, like a lot of, lot of days throughout the week. So tell me how the shift that we made from six days to four changed. I, I think, I think, I, you know, for me, because I've, do, I've been doing this for years, I have some experience, you know, I've, I've worked out. It's not my first day at the gym, so I'm a little bit different than some of your other clients. So for me, it was like a backward thing. You know, you had to pull me back. Yeah. And see, okay, stop doing the six days. You're overworking your muscles. I, I wasn't able to do a full uh, 
I, I didn't have full extension on my uh, squats. My hip was hurting. My, my thigh and my hip were, were injured. It's been two years like that that I couldn't, you know, I've done all the treatments. I went to therapists and everything and nothing, it just nothing went away. Uh, and then when you got me going on, uh, you know, the, the mo- what is it, the mobility training at the beginning of the workout, the, the warm up with the mobility training started opening up my hip, everything. I started focusing more on the form and pulled back from the ego lifting. I was used yes. to ego lifting, right? I come from the school of more, more, more. Don't lift like a pussy. Why are you using these pussy weights? That's all I used to hear, right? At yes. the gym. So I had to take my, my, my mind away from that and kind of refresh everything and restart everything by saying, okay, you know what? It's okay not to ego lift. Let's listen to what Gabe is actually saying and put the ego aside. When you walk into the gym today, put the ego away. And let's lift a little bit less, but let's focus on the tempo. Let's focus on slow and steady, maybe pause at two seconds, slow down and feel the muscle working. And I, it, was, it, was a, it was a hard change for me. I have to say it was a hard change because I was always like, okay, so when can I go have a heavier? I need to go heavier. And you would have to tell me, look, I don't think you need to go heavier on this. You still need to like perfect this or at least get more progress on this. Yes. Um, and, and I actually have to lower my weight several times, which goes against everything that I was ever taught and everything that I was ever used to. And that was, that was a big mental change for me. Definitely. Yes, I, I agree. And one of the biggest things that we, we worked on a lot, which a lot of like busy professionals, as when I say busy professionals, because I coach a lot of older people, right? I coach people in their, you know, 25 to 50, 50 range. Right. And um, one of the things that we, as, as adults, we suffer from is basically range of motion. Can you agree? <laughs> and, oh my God. <laughs> I thought, I thought again, I thought the age thing was getting to me and I thought I'll never have a normal hip and thigh again, to be honest with you, before working with you. Yeah. And when we made that switch of, you know, lowering the weight and increasing your range of motion and really focusing on form before we even added more load, your progress was fucking crazy. Right. And then you were working out six days a week. But let's be honest, you were never like super sore, right? And then we transitioned over to four days a week and we made sure that your workouts weren't crazy, you know, volume. You weren't doing 10 workouts a session. You were sticking to four to six workouts a, 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 a day, right? When you were training and going through the four range of motion and really controlling the weight using good tempo. And you would tell me like, I'm fucking beat. Right. So give me like the changes that give me like the, the feeling that you had when you realized like, oh, shit, like training four days a week is actually kicking my ass more than training six days a week. <laughs> yeah. It's the minute I realized that, like, you know what, um, stop lifting your heaviest weight for three reps. OK. Yes. And focus on doing, uh, you know, weight that's maybe 75 percent of that or 60 or whatever it is and go slow and hold it, feel your muscles, feel the tension. Uh, and, and when I started realizing that that's actually what's triggering my muscle growth, that's actually what's making the difference and the impact, the intensity changed. So yes, I could have high intensity for one rep, but that shouldn't happen on a regular basis, right? Yes. Uh, I think that, that, I, that, that idea of eight to 10 or 10 to 12 reps of doing to uh, working to failure, I think that is the perfect uh, way to achieve those goals. And, and it works for me, you know, and that's, that's when I realized that the mind to body connection is super important when you're doing that rather than just being intense and ripping through potentially not having a good range of motion uh, and bad form and all of that just because you're lifting heavy and you think you're doing something. Yes, I, I agree. I agree, man. And and, you know, you've made such great progress in terms of like just just listening, right? A lot of people, they want to, and and I'm like this too. And, you know, like when someone is, is giving you advice, we're very hard-headed, right? And one of the things that you did a really great job with as being, as being one of our clients is that you were just like a student, right? And you're just like, you're, you're sending me videos of any workouts you feel like you're, you have trouble with. You asked me, coach, um, how are my legs on this? Why, why do I feel a little bit unbalanced on this? And like, 
Can you describe just a level of support that you feel like you have when it comes to, you know, even like not only your nutrition, because, you know, we have, we keep you accountable and we communicate on a daily basis, but also with like the workout form, like how, how, how different is the, the, the form that you have now and the form that you had back then due to this, the level of support that you have with us now? Yeah, I think, um, I, I think you actually taking the time to watch the videos allows you, you too, not to be distracted by me being there and talking to you while you're doing all that, right? Uh, I think you watching the videos and then saying, okay, I can see that this form is okay. Here, put some plates under your feet for this one because it's looking off. I think it allows you to do a better job and allows me to send you a video while I'm focusing on the workout. Um, and you, you're pretty quick with it. You know, you're pretty quick with it with telling me, hey, change this, change that. And uh, I, I, always, I, I always rely on that, to be honest. You know, I send that over to you because I want to make sure I'm doing it right. I don't want to keep repeating doing uh, wrong exercises every week. Yes. Um, but, and, and you, know, it's, it's, you know, we have to work with different angles sometimes. You have to film everything, but it, it works out efficiently for me. You know, it, it just, it, 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 you know, I don't think there's a big difference from having somebody there in person anymore Yes, to doing this way. I think people's old school mentality of I want a trainer on me. No, what you want is somebody to keep you company at the gym. Yes. Ex oh my fucking God. Thank you yeah. so much for bringing this up. I wasn't even going to bring this up because it's just completely slipped my mind. But let's talk about this. So basically a lot of, a lot of questions I get or, you know, uh, people who apply for mission training, they say, oh, so Gabe, like I had a, 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 a trainer before, in-person trainer before. It was great. They would count my reps for me. They would hold my hand. They would slap me mm -hmm. in the butt. They would do this. And therefore, when I went home, I would just pass by McDonald's because I didn't have any nutrition because that's all they were doing. They were just counting my reps for me. They wouldn't tell me even what to eat. So can you tell the audience, right, the difference from an in-person, you know, trainer then, and also someone who you actually have a relationship that goes beyond that in terms of having a coach online that can actually help them not only with training, but nutrition, but also their form as well. Yeah. So I think, I think what happens, a lot of people have a misconception because, you know, they're used to old school. Some people don't like dating online, right? Uh, because they're old school, right? Yeah. But my, my whole thing is, okay, so you go to, you go to the gym and you look forward to being there with your trainer. Let me ask you, what's your behavior like if the trainer isn't there? Are you going to keep going? Are you going to be as motivated? Are you going to do the same work you do with the trainer? So the reality is you have to create your own uh, habits, right? You have to create your own daily habits and not rely on people, even friends. Like I find myself, even I have a friend who works with me for a week, super motivated. The next week he's gone. And it actually hurts me because it brings down my motivation. Because suddenly, like, you know, that friend is gone. So, like, what, how's the gym going to be like now, you know? Yes. Uh, and I think relying on a trainer to change weights for you, to count your weight, to it, it takes the onus off of you. And you're not actually learning. You just have somebody, an assistant there, who's just doing everything for you. And I think that's the comfort you're getting. You're not getting the comfort from actual results with a trainer. Yeah, you and, and I'm sure. And I'm, yeah, and I'm sure trainers, I'm sure there's some trainers who are going to give you some nutritious advice, nutrition advice. But again, I think you're focusing on the wrong thing of being an in-person trainer because I noticed the behavior of the client. Look, obviously, they're always going to be like the bodybuilders work with trainers, whatever, you know, like that's different, right? For sure. Yeah. Yes. But the people who generally come in and work with trainers are seeking just somebody to be there with them rather than the training process itself. I agree 100% because listen up, everything, can we agree that everything has uh, runs its cycle in life? Like we're never like, who knows, maybe you might move next year, right? Maybe I, I might move next year. Maybe mission training is going to go different, uh, to a different location next, year, whatever uh -huh. the case may be, right? Yeah. So what does that mean? If I was your in-person trainer, right? And you relied right. on me to lose 50 pounds, right? You relied on- Now you need to have a- it's like a hairdresser, you know, exactly. you can find a new one. <laughs> exactly. And then I leave, right? And then you leave. And then I, I see you in, in, in two years. And then you gain 150 pounds. Right. Like, and then you're going to, you're going to, you probably work with the trainer who said something totally different from what you've been saying and threw them right off their track. 
And I mean, I see this shit all the time. Yeah, I, I see. I see it too. I see it too. And that's why it, it, it's a little bit frustrating because I want to actually help these individuals and I want them to get, uh, I want to get across their mind that they don't need an in-person trainer. They don't need a babysitter. What they need. Right. Oh, sorry about that. They don't need an in-person trainer. They don't need a babysitter. What these people need is they need to change their lifestyle, right? And exactly. if they can change their lifestyle, then literally they don't need anyone else in life. And that's what, that's the point that you need to get in your life to actually be, you know, free from any diets, free from any fad diets, free from any bullshit scams on the internet, free from anything else and just live a, hap a healthier, happier life, right? Yeah, I, I actually see these bullshit scams all the time. And you know, as we approach the new year, they're coming out strong, right? And everybody wants to lose weight in the new year. Everybody wants to do all that. But I think at the end of the day, people have to realize, look, you, there's a portion, you have to work. There's a magic pill. You have to put the work in, both mentally and physically. And most importantly, it, to me at least, it's in the kitchen. Because if you're not setting up yourself for success in, in your diet, your diet is like 90% of everything, you know? Yeah. So like you're going to be at the gym, you're going you're gonna to make your muscles work and they're going to have to rebuild and you're going to need to not eat, you know, 200 grams of fat a day to see those muscles, right? Yes. Uh, or, or like where I've heard somebody say, eat like an adult, you know? Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you need to, to have consistency and to rely on yourself and a coach who is within this program. Because I've seen some coaches with some theories and some stuff. I, I, I don't know. It just does. I, it didn't sound right to me. I think this is the most uh, balanced approach. Um, I think taking me off of six days a week of uh, weightlifting yeah. and killing myself and suddenly I'm seeing results in what we started like, was it four or five months? Yes. And seeing these five results, months. I worked my ass off for two years, right? I worked my ass off for two years. Uh, I lost weight. I gained it. You know, mm -hmm. why? Because I couldn't sustain those macros or exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, or I, or I knew that I constantly had to keep up with the six day workout week. Yeah. And that demoralized me. And, and, and listen, like it's different guys. Like uh, there's nothing wrong with working out six days a week. Right. But you have to be realistic. Lior owns two businesses. He's fucking busy. He has a daughter. He has a life. He has a fucking cute ass puppy, right? He has a lot, like he has a crazy, crazy busy routine, right? This is not feasible for him. It's not doable. It's not something he looks forward to. But if he rests and every time he goes to the gym four days a week, he's 100%, you know, charged up, goes hard, has fun, makes results. That's more doable. Who knows? Maybe we're going to change it up in the future. Maybe there's going to be a season where we're like, you know what, coach, I have a little bit more time. I kind of want to try six again, or I kind of want to try five, or maybe I'm so busy. Let's go with three. You see how like life, like you, you, you now work fitness around, you know, you now work fitness around your life. You don't work, you know, your life around fitness. Make sense? Right. Yes, absolutely. But I mean, I, I, I incorporate fitness a lot more because that's what I choose. I yes. wanted, I want to have that now, but based on the program I have, yes, it will be a lot less. I like to go above and beyond because that's for my personal goal. Yeah. Uh, and you and I spoke about that and like, let's see what happens in January and how we go from here. And yes, maybe I'll go back to five, six days a week of doing weightlifting. But yeah. at least there's a strategy here. Whereas before, uh, I feel like I was just working out a bunch of muscle and I wasn't seeing the result. Exactly. And, and then also, like, if you go back to six days a week, it's because you want to. You know? Right. <laughs> like, it's, it's exactly. because you want to. It's not because exactly. you... It's not because someone's forcing you or you have this, you have to. that you have to, because if you don't, shit goes sideways, right? No, if I don't, it's a major fail, right? Like that's exactly. how people like me think, you know? Exactly. exactly. So, exactly. so um, to, to basically like, this was a really, really great episode. Like I, I, I want to, I want to keep asking you a couple of questions here. So if you were to basically, Lior, um, give advice to someone in their thirties and forties, right? who is a business owner or a busy professional like yourself, what is one valuable golden nugget that you will give them that can 
that you believe helped you make the mindset shift to now lose 15 pounds and age backwards and do the same thing you did? Honestly, to me, the biggest discovery is that people have to understand the importance of building skeletal muscles, okay? I think people don't realize the importance. People are worried too much about being fat or overweight and all that. When in reality, I think they really don't ever develop or have ever developed muscle. And if they actually worked on weightlifting and weight training, that would make their life so much better. It'll make their body so much more efficient. Digestion, as far as even keeping weight off. If you don't have the same muscle mass as a person who has more muscle mass, obviously, that person with more muscle mass will probably eat pizza and it'll affect his body very differently from the person who didn't invest in building muscle mass. And I think especially in the 30s, uh, you know, we lose muscle mass, I believe, like I think 10% every year or something like that, especially as you hit your 30s. And I think if you don't prioritize that, you're going to have, let's say, all the success you have from your business, but then you won't have your health. So how are you going to enjoy all the fruits of your labor if you spend that entire decade uh, ignoring your body and, you know, you're building your muscles to make you healthier? That is, to me, that is the key, uh, that the fountain of youth really is by investing in your muscle mass and building muscle. Uh, And I think a lot, like you say, you have a lot of female clients and female clients feel like, oh, I don't want to be bulky. You know how hard it is to be fucking bulky. Like for for a guy like me, even if I I tried without any steroids or anything, it's going to be very hard for me to get bulky. Um, You know, working out whatever, four days a week. I think women and men together, they need to really focus on building muscle mass on their bodies. Uh, the older I get, the more I'm realizing how much, how important that is for every aspect. It protects, you know, your, your organs. It protects everything. Uh, your body digests its sugar through the muscle, you know? The less muscle you have, the more, uh, you know, glucose, the less muscles you have, the more glucose you're going you're gonna to have in your body. Yes. And the harder is it, the the harder it also will be to actually burn calories, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and as you age, it's only going to get worse. Uh, and, and the other thing I have to say is that you know your body's an organism, right? I I realized that I've, I've done a lot, you know, a lot of research, learned a lot from you, but you know, like there's people don't understand they're going to not moving. For example, like I used to have my cheat days, right? Cheat days would consist of I'm going to lay in bed and binge watch a show and order in pizza and Uber Eats and all this other stuff and just lay in bed and fuck off, right? Yes. But, and that, that, is, that is so bad because people don't understand, even when you're eating that food, at least go out there and move. Go out there and go for a walk. Just strictly for your digestion only. Forget about not gaining weight or anything. Just for your body, get rid of that toxic weight, right? Yeah, exactly. Because and people, people, and imagine people would do this on a regular basis and just don't move and eat shit all the time. Like many people in their 30s, they think they can get away with that because they've done it through their 20s. Yes. And then suddenly it builds up and builds up and it's not just weight, it's other undesirable effects. Like, you know, but, you know what if you get diabetes or yeah. cancers or some other shit with the, everything just sitting through your body with that lifestyle, with not moving around and not building muscle to digest properly. I, I, to me, I think that's the biggest investment you should make. Yes, I, I, I agree 100%. And a lot of people, they, they think that, you know, like taking time out of their day to do these certain things is, is like, is pointless or it's just like a, a waste of time when in reality, like our days on this earth are numbered. Like we all know, right? Obviously everyone should, we fucking know our days are numbered, but don't fucking cut your, your number shorter because you're not taking right. care of your fucking. I'm sure like, I'm just curious, waste of time what would they do instead within that half hour that they went for a walk? How is that such a waste of time? Watch a TV show? I mean, yeah, you can I watch just, TV show while you're on a walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that, but like, I'm just thinking to myself, priorities, right? Make, make yourself a priority. Yep. What is really a waste of time? That's all what you put in your head. Yes. A waste of time, you know, it, it maybe you hanging out with your friends and not doing anything, sitting in the car, riding around for half an hour. That half an hour could have been used to like get your walk in. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, and, that, and, and that's all you need, you know, like right. uh, it, 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 it takes so little to take care of ourselves that sometimes we think that because we did li- a little bit, we're not doing anything. You know what I mean? And exactly. it's like one of the biggest things that you had, like that you had to overcome when I was like, hey, listen, you're not fucking doing cardio seven days a week. We cut that off, too, that we did right. about on the podcast. Leora was working out six days a week, seven days a week. He was doing cardio. I told him, hey, listen, enough of that. Let's prioritize weight training. Let's give you a a, a, uh, a daily step goal. Hit your daily step goal. You'll still burn enough calories with the weight training the right way, and you'll be fine. And then therefore, you have you have more time now that you're doing it the right way to do other shit in life that it doesn't pertain Absolutely. to training or working out because that's not our life. You know, like we have other things that we have to do. Yeah, I think people underestimate the whole step goal thing and how how far it can take you. That made a big difference for me because I didn't count my step goal before you. Um, and now that I see it, a, it, it motivates me to always do more because I'm an overachiever. So if my stuff goes 8,000, I'm going to show Gabe, I can do 10. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then really who am I showing? I'm showing myself at the yeah. end, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, last week I had like, you know, I knew I had a busy week with Christmas parties and things that I knew I was probably going to eat things that are not favorable for my macros, right? Yes. So. I made sure to at least try to balance it with doing extra steps. I woke up in the morning, went out with my friend. We walked around the park. I got four miles in just from enjoying a walk. By the end of the day, I was at 25,000 steps somehow, okay? Which is crazy. I've never done 25,000, but it was there and it didn't hurt. And it didn't make me feel like I'm going to just die and slump over at the end of the day. It was beautiful. It was perfect. In fact, it actually made me happier. I actually felt like happy hormones or whatever they yeah. are. You know what I mean? Like, it, I can't even describe how the first five minutes, even if I get on cardio, the first five minutes are a killer, right? Like you're like, yes. why am I doing this? It's like the rust breaking off of like an old machine, right? Yes. Uh, and then the, when I'm, when I, if I do 20 minute cardio, 17 minutes, then suddenly my heart is like, I feel like exhilarated. Suddenly, like the sweat and everything, the goosebumps come in. It's like a drug. I can't explain it. It just feels amazing. So for that moment alone, I get through the hard part just to get to the good part, you know? Yes. And what's a better feeling when you actually finish and that sweat is dripping off of you and you're done for the day and now you're having every moment now is yours and you can enjoy it. Yes. Because you didn't sit around and just fuck off. And now you can actually be proud of yourself and chill with your friends. And not even worry about, do I have to go to the gym? I did it. It's done. Exactly. And, and people think that because they're working on themselves, they're working on their goals, they're working on the shit that they need to work on. Like, they think that it's like, you're, you're a different person. You know, like, you can't hang out with your friends anymore. Like, you can't have a shot at your friend's birthday dinner anymore. Like, you can't do what you want to do anymore. And in reality, you can now. Um, and you're going to do it a lot happier and without and with less guilt because you're going to realize that shit, I still can do this. I can still enjoy time and I can still be a normal human being. But this, but now I'm actually, not only am I having a good time with my friends and family, I'm looking and feeling my best, right? Absolutely. And to add to that, because they've been working out and been in a good lifestyle, odds are they're going to detoxify much faster than they would have if they were their old self. Yes. I agree. So, so you took that shot. It's fine. Guess what? Now your body is more efficient. It's going to process that much faster. It's going to make you feel less shitty. And the next day you go right back to normal. Yes, uh, I, I agree. And then also like a lot of people, they, you know, they, they think, think that fitness is like the end all be all game. But in the, at the end of the day, it all starts with your health, right? Your business starts with right. your health. Uh, your studies start with your health. Um, your friendships start with your health. Uh, you know, everything that you do in life, like it, like if you wake up every single day with the migraine, low energy, low motivation, bad mindset, like every, that's going to feed into everything in life in terms of your work, in terms of your schooling, in terms of your relationships, in terms of your business. Right. So, um, what was one thing that changed for you? Like, cause we know you have two, you have two uh, successful restaurants, uh, you have, you have a successful business, uh, but what was one of the things that helped you in terms of taking care of your health that helped you and it helped in, in a sense with your business? Um, definitely my, my focus, my energy, my, um, my level of happiness, I guess. My level of happiness, insecurity with myself. Because suddenly I wasn't focused on, oh my God, is this shirt going to make me look fat? Or 
uh, shit, fuck, I can't button this pants again uh, or whatever. You know, suddenly that's my focus. Yes. And I'm, and now because that's my focus, it's depressing and it depresses me. I don't care what people say deep down. They know it's dragging them, right? Yes. Um, and it's, you know, my business is like, okay, so yeah, I'm doing good on my business, but look at me. Uh, and and it, it, these kinds of feelings really stop me from being my best self, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the minute I started doing things right and felt like I'm, there's a plan, I'm on a path, it's working, I'm in a good place and I can give a better myself to the business. Gotcha. And, there you go. And, you know, it's like, it, it, it's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know, what's the point of building this business if you can't be there as your best self? Yeah, you can't enjoy it. You, you, you constantly downplay yourself. You constantly are negative towards yourself. But at the end of the day, quote unquote, you have a successful quote unquote business. But, you know, you can't, you, you're not even living it. You're not even enjoying it to your true potential because. Yeah, like now why? Yeah. Now what? Okay, so you got here, but like now you're 300 pounds. So now what? Now you're going to have to start, right? Yes. So I, I want to, hold on, sorry. So at one point or another, you're going to have to make that decision. I think the sooner the better, right? Yes. Like, I think, I think we're all capable of balancing. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. You take an hour of your day and dedicate it to yourself and not just your business. And if you don't, it's just, you, it's a choice, right? Yes, I, I agree. I agree a hundred, a hundred thousand percent. And, you know, I really, really appreciate not only your progress, right? Because like we always, we all want to look better or we all want to, um, you know, want to look a certain way or whatever the case may be. But biggest, the biggest shift that you had was, was a mental shift, you know, and and looking looking back at it five months ago, dude, like you made so much fucking progress and I'm proud of you. And I always tell you this and you're probably like, oh, you're my fucking coach. You know, you're always telling me this, but you know, I'm, I'm no filter. And I say shit <laughs> how it is, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. no filter. Which, which, which we need you to, we need you to really. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I, I, I say shit how it is. So um, just, you know, ending this, this podcast off on, on, on a note that I just wanted to, you know, like I mentioned to you, give you your flowers, really appreciate you for, for what you've do, what you're doing. And we have a surprise coming in January that we're going to speak about soon with your transformation. And, you know, I just want to just, you know, basically congratulate you, bro, because you've, you've did a two years, three years worth of work in five months when you just locked in. You know what I mean? So you got to give yourself some props. Like you got to be, you, like I tell you this all the time, you got, I know you're already your best friend, but you have to start being more your own best friend too. And just realize that that's the only way that we're going to keep improving. I, I appreciate that. And like I said, you know, I, I would just want to share a small little win with you. Like even, even if I was bad, I told you before the podcast started, uh, when I wake myself this morning, it's suddenly realizing like, you know, my body is, efficient it's doing whatever it's doing and thanks to the work that you've helped me see and build right yes um it really motivated me it like you're getting up on the scale suddenly it's like you know what i'm happy i want to do more it went from being uh yes i want to look hot and aesthetic and all that to what now i don't care about all that so much i care more about like where can my body take me where can i go I don't think everybody has the same goal as me, obviously. So this is a personal thing. But now, because I've never actually tried through my 20s, I was busy raising a child. Through my 30s, I was busy building the business. Now that I'm in my 40s and I'm kind of free of all that, not free, but uh, you know, now I'm in the right phase of my life. I just, I want to see how far my body can go and what it can take uh, and where I could get to, you know? So hopefully with your help, we'll see. Yes, let's do it, dude. I'm fucking hype. I'm excited. I, I definitely, I definitely think that we can achieve everything and anything that we want, like we've did in the past five months. So, you know, I really, really appreciate you. So if you can shout yourself out, where can the people find you? Because I'm pretty sure everyone's going to love this podcast and they want to know more about your, your, uh, your story. So shout out your Instagram, wherever, if you have Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mine, mine is like a funny one. It's at, at I am Lior B L E O R B. Uh, but nothing special, you know, just, <laughs> it is what yeah, it is. It is special, has. dude. It's you. What are you talking about? If anybody has any questions that I can help or whatever, yeah, definitely hit me up. But uh, I really appreciate you and thank you 
And Vinny, you guys, you know, you have an amazing system going on. It's organized. I feel like, you know, like everything, everything is explained. Um, it's really meant from people, from beginners. I'm not even a beginner, but you know what? It felt like I had to start over again. And this was such an easy system for me to start working with. Um, and now I think, I think I even, I, I had people who saw my, my results and reached out to you. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was kind of cool because to hear people that that's one of the biggest compliments, aside from my coach telling me that it's the biggest compliment. like, what are you doing? What's your secret? What's, what's this that's working for you so well? And I say, well, you know, here, hit up mission training. This is, this is what, this is what worked for me. Right. Gotcha. And man, I really, really appreciate that. And yes, one of your, one of your friends uh, just joined our program and He's going to get rolling with us next week. So we can't wait to see his transformation either. Yeah, and same here. We're going to have him on the podcast because of you. So you're changing lives out here, bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to see his results too. So can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, brother, for tuning in, for hopping on the podcast. I know your time is super valuable. And I just want to say, um, we're going to be back. We're going to set three goals uh, together. And then once we hit all those three goals, we'll set them in private. You'll hop back on the podcast for... Um, that um part two sound good yeah perfect looking forward to it <laughs> all right let's do this all right guys so i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode leor has to go he is super busy just like you're, you're just like yourself and we cannot wait for you guys to crush your goals get the tips that leor gave you guys as well and i hope this podcast inspired you on any level for you to also realize that with your busy schedule you can still hit your goals let's go Hey fam, I appreciate you so much for tuning in. Hope you got tons of value from today's episode. If you did and want to know more how my team can help you speed up your fitness results, DM me mission on Instagram at Gabe Rocha Fit and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. 